Brothers and sisters, um, just want to bring to you a special video today. We are in the church of where the great saint, Saint Josephine Bakita was baptized. And uh, her story is incredible. Another saint for us to discover, uh, to help us on our journey, a friend in heaven who can intercede for us, for the special graces to offer for us. I just want to show you a little bit of the church where she was baptized. Very simple church, it's here in Venice, and that is St. Josephine Bakita. And this is the place of her baptism. And this is Brother Clement, who is a, a French priest, a French Dominican from France, and he has a great devotion to her. So I'm just gonna ask Father Clement some questions about her life for, for you and for me to learn about her some more. So welcome Father Clement to Hot Reach. <laughs> Father Clement is Buenasera. from the Buenasera, exactly. Father Clement's from the Toulouse province of the Dominicans, and I met him years ago in France when I was studying at Toulouse in French one summer, very poorly I was studying, and uh, we were on a pilgrimage with the Master of the Order once, with when the Master was journeying for the 800th anniversary of the Order with young brothers from all over the world, like a hundred brothers from all over the world, and we were on that pilgrimage together as well, and we find ourselves together in Venice again, so. So God is good. But, okay, so where did you come across St. Josephine? How did you discover her? By readings, I, heard, I read her biography that I found by accident in a, in a Christian library. <laughs> and I thought she was quite... Uh, I heard about her, but I didn't know her life. And so she wrote her own story when the superior asked her to do it. And I was touched so, so profoundly by her story and by her faith, which is behind that I go deeper, I read all the books on her, I went to the place of her tomb in September, and I'm very glad today to, to go to the place where she was baptized at the age of 20 years old, more or less. And so what was the story about her life that really moved you or touched you? Or maybe explain a little bit to people who don't know anything about her. How did she even come to Venice or Italy? Yeah, so as you see on, on the pictures, she's not a typical Venetian. <laughs> she was born in Su Su of uh, Sudan, in Africa, and when she was uh, seven years old, she was uh, raped uh, by uh, uh, slave, masters. Slave, slave masters, and she was sold to different masters, and for more or less ten, a little bit less than ten years in Sudan, she lived a horrible life of slavery with torture, with scarification on all body, and really horrible stuff. And after more or less 10 years, she was bought by the Council of Italy because they were at the beginning of the civil war there. And she saw it was for her the only way to survive because if she remained in her country, she was not able to go back to her family. She don't, doesn't even remember the name of uh, her family, the name of her village, because she was too young when she was taken. And so she left uh, with this uh, consul of Italy, who brought her here, uh, not here exactly, but in the uh, countryside behind Venice. And she was given to a family, uh, a noble family. And the noble family kept her as uh, a servant so she was not explicitly a slave, but she was working like a slave, more or less. No freedom, no, no activities outside, just working for the family. And the daughter of this family came here in this house as uh, a pupil to learn Italian. And uh, the, the servant followed the, the, the daughter. And after 
couple of years uh, here, the family want to take back Bakita to go to work in Africa for them. And she refused. She was not the type. She was just living here. And she said, no, I want to stay here because I've met Christ. I want to become baptized and I want to, to remain here. So there was like a, a big debate because mm -hmm. she, she was from a noble family and she was nobody here. So here in this, uh, in this convent, there were a meeting between the Patriarch of Venice, the Procureur of uh, Italy, and this noble family, and the sister, and Bakita, to say, what will we do? And everybody was against the family and for Bakita, and they said, in Italy, you're free. So if you want to stay, you can stay. And she become, uh, she was baptized, she became a sister, and she... So she was a religious sister in this congregation? N not the actual congregation, okay. but in she... this convent, yeah. Okay. And then she moved in, in another town in Skio, where she's uh, buried today. And on that, it's all, she lived almost 50 years as a religious sister. But the most incredible stuff is that behind this already spectacular life, she has a burning love of Christ, which is at the, at the level that we cannot imagine. And the, the, the phrase I'm using to, to explain that, that she, excuse my <laughs> translation because I do it by, by memory, but in her autobiography, she said, if I will meet the people who stole me to my family, to, if, to torture me and to sell me to these horrible people, I will kneel to kiss their hand because without them, I won't be Christian and I won't be religious. And so the fact, if she's saying that, and she's saying she's normal, if she's saying that, it's because in her heart there is a loving which is above all we can imagine now. I mean, maybe not you, but for me it's quite impossible. You can be only crazy if you say that. Or you have something that, in fact, I don't know. I don't know really what's burning her heart. And, and so I was so touched with her, with that phrase and her life because the, the sister trusts her, she was like the saint of the village and she saved the, the village from the bombing during the Second World War and many, many other stories happened. And now when I preach her, her life and her, the power of forgiveness and the charity in her heart, I, I, the few evenings of prayer, I pray with her, it was always amazing. So I'm very glad to be here <laughs> to see that. Praise God. So I hope you heard him say the burning love in her heart. Yes. Sorry, the French accent, I it. <laughs> but this amazing grace that she received from God to forgive. We're going to pray a prayer here at her tomb, uh, not her tomb, her baptism font with you. And so let us pray. O God, our Father, liberty for the oppressed and comfort for the poor. You call men and women from all nations to experience the blessedness of freedom and faith. Inflame the hearts of your children with the desire to reach the same holiness with which you filled St. Josephine Bakita, virgin and grant that faithful to your commandments. We too may serve you with the same purity of heart through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Maybe you can join me in giving them a blessing, a virtual blessing, but we ask God's intercession and his blessing upon you wherever you are. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. God bless you. And there is Akita. For a moment with her, we could say a prayer. Her face is like full of this peace and serenity and this profoundness in her heart. 
as someone who has met the cross and who has that forgiveness of Jesus on the cross.